0: to the Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea news to cover today. So, tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you get yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week was the Thanksgiving weekend for us over in the United States, uh, but I was still being able to be joined by a bunch of the gold hoarders for the community episode this month. Next month, we'll have to see how things go, but we're kind of butting up against a couple big holidays for folks, so we may have to to do it a little bit earlier than normal, but I was really happy to get a chance to sit down and talk with some gold hoarders this week uh, to talk about season eight and some initial impressions on what people think about it. So sit back, relax, let's get into it but before we get into anything i have to thank the patrons they are the ones that went over to patreon.com forward slash keelhauled podcast to show their support for the podcast they're the ones that are helping make sure that uh, i can afford the tools that i use on a regular basis to do these podcasts to make sure that uh, if i need to upgrade anything like i probably will in the next few months i can start saving up towards that or even just for sot fest next year which we might be hearing some news about soon you never know keep an eye out on twitter or then the Discord. But I want to thank the patrons. So thank you to People's Republic, El Cute, Balls, Bam Bam pigle Captain Hasco, Captain Hayes, Chateau Noof, Zombie Killer, Cloud, Cosmic Johnson, Static Mirror, Davron TV, El Hefe Esteban, Fergatron, Trickster, Jabaro5, Carl Embo, Kazia the Rogue, Lumpy SRQ, Dub Dub Goose, Evil Morpheus, Xbox Mike 29. Murphy Lives, Mutinous Max, Raja the Brave, Registella, Replicated Flame, Rust Belt Kid, Norwegian, Skamelt666, Sudesh, Captain Dasm, That Kilted Guy, TN Professor, Real Big Tuna, Big Bad Pad, Mina Fairy, Super Pack, Music Me, The Lore Chronologist, Dead Eye Dre, Heger Owl, Ghost Boy 20, Evil Martha. Peter Miller, roosky Skinny Matt, Thor Von Blitz, Windsor Chris, and wow thank you all so much for your support it means the world to me it does help a ton it really does so uh, thank you for all of your your thoughts and wishes I hope you guys had an excellent holiday and it was good to talk to those that were able to stop by even on the busy holiday that we're having right now so thank you everyone let's get into it. <laughs> Welcome everyone to episode 251. This is the community episode and as always, I like to have on the gold hoarders. They're welcome to join to have a community discussion, talk about some of the things that are going on in game and, and what that's been like for them, if they have any uh, thoughts or feelings on the most recent updates as well. So this uh, episode is going to be focused primarily on season eight. Uh, for many of you that know season eight is a very kind of heavy PVP focused season and a lot of folks have been having a lot of fun with it uh it's probably the the best update that i've seen come to the game as far as like what people wanted out of content and uh really excited to hear from the gold hoarders this week to kind of see like what's going on with that see what they're what they're doing if they've jumped in or have they had any thoughts or good experiences with it so i figured as always we'll kind of walk down the list of everyone Bear in mind if you guys are listening to this later on, uh, this is actually happening on Thanksgiving weekend. So, a lot of the folks that uh, normally would be with us are actually kind of um, out celebrating with family. There's a lot of sports that are going on during this time of of, uh, year. So, a lot of folks are are kind of rooting for their uh, favorite teams for different sports, as well as like World Cup or uh, college or collegiate football, Um, not world cup football but other football and uh we'll just kind of um expect that maybe some of them will be able to drop in depends on when those games end or if they uh, have a moment but otherwise we'll just kind of sit down and chat with everyone that's going on right here so working down the list uh we'll start off with carl embo carl how you doing welcome afternoon how's it going and um, nice to be back good to have you back and just popping in right now is actually mina ferry mina welcome how you doing
1: Hello, I'm doing all right. Thank you.
0: Awesome, glad to have you. Next up, we've got Norwegian. Norwegian, welcome. How are you?
2: Doing fantastic. Happy holidays to everybody.
0: Thank you. Happy holidays as well. Also, we've got Regis Stella. Regis, how you doing?
3: A bit sick, a mm-hmm. bit depressed, but you know, I'm I'm doing good for for as much as I can.
0: Well, that's all you can do, man. Hang in there. Next up, we've got T N Professor. T N, how you doing?
4: Arg. <laughs> Enjoying the seas. <laughs> good
0: i'm glad to hear it and last but not least we've got big bad pad pad how you doing buddy yay just made it in time yeah you guys did i was i was wondering if uh if you're going to be sailing with that Dav- what happened because right before right before uh, uh this you guys were, were sailing with davram and i'm going to be sailing with him after we get on recording but uh what was going on there what were you guys stop for the moment take a break we
5: are yeah. two and zero.
0: Oh, nice that's awesome. Well, to kind of uh, jump into that to give up or oh, really?
5: give up uh, so many resources yeah it, it, but there's so many resources on that ship
0: <laughs> but uh, well let's kind of young. let's kind of dive into what's going on we've got season eight and we are going to be talking about the battle for the sea of thieves uh this is Reapers versus uh guardians of the fortune or the servants of the flame versus the guardians of the fortune or the Athena uh fortune kind of group the pirate legends and I have to say, this is probably one of the best updates Sea of has had in a while. I think this is a, a fantastic way to to kind of bring in a, a lot of what I think people wanted with Arena. A lot of people wanted ship-to-ship battles. We wanted, like, on-demand uh, PvP. We wanted people who would be committed to the fight and not just, you know, sailing around running away or, or you know, trying to, to do some some shady stuff. And I really like the way that they've kind of gone about it. If you're not too familiar, they've opened up the seas so that you can uh, opt in for PVP at any point. Um, you get the opportunity to either be the aggressor or be the defender. And if you're the defender, you can go about your normal Sea of Thieves business until the ship spawns on you and the battle ensues. Uh, anything, ev- Everything is fair game in this. Curse cursed cannonballs, kegs, krakens, megs, other ships, it does not matter. You can pretty much do whatever you want to do in this version of arena uh which funny enough it feels like a 2.0 but technically would be a 3.0 if you think about uh, the changes that they made to arena originally and as we kind of go down the list i wanted to get some initial first impressions um have you jumped in have you felt like you've had a good time with this uh moving down the list let's kind of get some thoughts from carl Ambo. carl what did you think of this so far
6: so i've um i've not put as much time as i would like to put into it but i've done both solo uh, sleep and duo sleep, and I'm loving it. Um, as someone who used to jump into arena on a regular basis, um, any time that I couldn't find things going on adventure, this is ideal. So we can go about do our own thing, see what's happening on the server, and if we want to go for a battle, we can just vote it down and just go for it. And it, I I love that aspect of it, um, and the fact that you can have it voted up, and once you've got it voted up, you are constantly at risk of that both spawning on you as well just kind of like adds the edge of it as well you don't know who you're going to come across you don't know what's going to happen and it's just the thrill of it basically it's great yeah yeah
0: well said you know definitely mina you've been playing very recently how are you liking season 8 so far
1: uh so far i am liking it yeah um i've only managed to play a couple nights because of other commitments this week mainly kids and but uh, yeah, it's it's been mixed, but I've had fun.
0: That's awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad that you got at least some time to play play around in the space. Uh, next up, we've got Norwegian. Norwegian. Have you gotten to spend much time with this?
2: I have. Ten out of ten would play again. It's the chef's kiss. This is fantastic. It brought energy back into the game. Love that you're always on the lookout now, knowing that you can spawn on somebody or be spawned on. We came across a another brig last night that was doing an Athena Vale mission. We popped up right next to them while they were doing the forts. Uh, didn't win the fight, but still, it was just... Didn't know that we could pop up to them while they were doing the adventure. It's it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really interesting how they've designed this. Um, also, moving down the list, we've got Regis. Regis, have you jumped into this?
3: Unfortunately, no, but... I've seen a few people play play the game on Twitch and uh yeah it's uh, oh the update on Twitch and I'm like yeah it's definitely something for those PVP oriented and on PvE so yeah less target less target on us if you know you don't touch the hourglass of fate.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely. Prof, how are you doing? Have you gotten a chance to jump in? <laughs>
4: I've paid, played solo sloop, duo sloop, brig and galleon. Um we really hit it hard with the Black Rose and various other crews and have uh, been enjoying it a lot. The only negative I would have is um there's been some long wait times um um couple times reminded me of uh, original arena, but the the season 8 cosmetics, the new areas, um new content for um you know, Pirate Legend and Reaper, uh all of it has has really been fun to see. Um, we popped in to a server and noticed a, a Reaper circling and thought, man, there's got to be something happening up there. So we, uh, we allianced up put up our, our stuff and then we went over there and it was really kind of epic to be able to swoop in as an Athena and help out a, a sloop Athena brother and sink the Reaper and uh, kind of feel like the hero and uh, then kind of pair up and, and go back and forth. That was probably one of the,
0: the most epic nights we had. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it was a lot of fun. I'm glad that you got a chance to, uh, to jump in as well too. I, I have some questions for a couple of you uh, after we kind of work through this, but pad you're, you're uh, up next on the list here, what have you thought about so far with uh, the the kind of season eight battle for the Sea of Thieves? Oh, it, it's
5: yeah, it's definitely up there with um, with updates. Uh, the The first night was a roller coaster of emotions. Um, I think we ended up five and two, um, and that second loss was oh my god! It was uh, TDM. Fast and I hated it. <clears throat> um, but yeah, no, I can imagine that the, the the solely PvP people are absolutely loving this. Um, obviously, like, say, Arena 2.0, TDM is galore. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah,
0: yeah, I had a, a really interesting uh situation. So, I, I've been kind of holding off until I can get with more people. I did one solo sloop uh battle like the other night, and um. It definitely kind of made me realize, like, there's some clear tactics that you have to take with uh, Sloop. Uh, The guy that I fought against was already a streak four, and this was my first battle. So I I am kind of curious how the MMR is going to work out once everyone kind of starts getting pushed into their own little... Their own little buckets into their own little areas, because um, it does not feel like MMR is really, really being taken into account when you start playing. Because coming up against a, a streak one or a streak four Athena as a a level one Reaper with no battles um, definitely makes me wonder like how it's going to be set up in in a month's time when everyone's kind of gotten their wins and losses balanced out. But uh needless to say it was very interesting because the fight came down to the fact that he was able to get the board and he finally got a kill on me and I had a cannonball crate. He grabbed all my cannonballs except for what I had in my pockets and he dumped the crate overboard and I never got to see it again. So I went in for a ramp strategy and, um, I definitely, I I ended up getting on his boat and my boat was just kind of, Off in the distance, I have no clue whatever happened to it, but I ended up trying to sail his ship out of the circle and I got very close to doing it. I had to kill him like three or four times before I finally got an opportunity to get him like out of the circle. And the whole time, like he was wondering how come I hadn't sunk yet and spawned out. But I was, I was very interested and it ended up me losing my ship first, but I killed him one last time, just as his ship was about to sink and i got ported out so while i didn't exactly win i feel like i still kind of won because i think i killed a streak but i'm very excited about this and as as i wanted to ask you carl and and prof i wanted to talk to you guys how's your solo sloop experience been like what is what is something that you guys have noticed about solo slooping um let's start with carl
6: um to be fair i've came across quite a lot of decent players um not exactly, Not all decency in how they play, but their attitude towards it. So one, 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 one of my matches was um, I managed to hammer into this guy, took his mask down, and I was just laying into him. And he's ended up getting onto my boat, and one blundering me. And I already had holes, so I knew that I was going to be in a little bit of trouble here. But I knew that also he was about to sink. So I got the notification whilst I was on the ferry that he'd sunk, and I thought, great, I'm going to either come back to a sunken ship or he's going to one-blunder me, kill me again, and the ship's going to go down. I came back, he dropped his pockets into my barrels, he'd repaired my ship, said GGs, and left. And wow. I came across a lot of nice people like that doing this, which is so refreshing. Um, but when you're solo-sleeping, it's very difficult because if you if you go off your ship, you know it's it's difficult to recover. <laughs> so you get blundered off. That That's my biggest downfall at the moment. Is being knocked off my ship and not getting back in time to recover.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely tough, Prof. Uh, you said that you'd had a a very humbling match.
6: <laughs> well, so right
4: now the 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 matching has been pretty much straight up fifty fifty mm. uh, wins losses, and so it's it's definitely brutal. You know, you're reminded of just where you are at and where you are not. At least in our experience, and a lot of it has come down to just being really rusty about battling again. Um, when Arena was open, I would get in once a day around lunch and at least do one battle just to keep things kind of fresh. And it made my cannon shots better in adventure. Um, it made my uh, reaction time in, in hand-to-hand better. And, you know, that's kind of gone away. Um, so that's been kind of exciting. The the one solo sloop win uh, was my first one that was really kind of memorable. It was toe-to-toe dead even, it came down to I had uh, 10 more planks than he did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, you know, we would get on each other's boats and knock each other off and then, you know, hammer each other and then sail off and try and repair. And it, it did literally come down to, to the supplies we had. Man. Um, but Solo Sloop is hands down the hardcore mode when you're talking about this. I would not go in uh, picking Solo Sloop thinking that, that, you know, I'm going to have an easy time. That is the hardest mode to play in as far as I'm concerned so far.
0: Yeah. One, one thing I've noticed with solo slooping is you, you either have to disable them or you have to get a good board because, uh, it's too, it's too easy to take a few hits, pull us, pull out of a circle, you know, sail around for a little bit, re repair, and then get back and the whole battles reset Effectively, at which point then it comes down to a game of attrition. Um, Norwegian, you had some some comments in the chat. What are your thoughts on solo slooping?
2: It's if you come across somebody the same skill level, it just turns into a battle of who's got more supplies, mm-hmm. who's got the more cannonballs, who's got the more wood, who's got more fruit, who can last longer, and just keep keep going. And it's I had one where it literally just turned into he had three pieces of wood left, I had four we were both out of cannonballs and it turned into ramming each other and seeing who sung first. It's, it really does test you though. I love it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of the experience that I've seen. Um, I wanted to, to kind of open up the floor to other folks outside of slooping. Uh, have many of you had some experiences where you kind of prefer one ship versus the other, or have you had any experiences with, The whole MMR system that you wanted to touch on, like if you feel like it's working, if it's not working, kind of what your feedback has been on, especially like the MMR and then going up against other, other crews of the same size. Norwegian, you had some thoughts?
2: It's not working at the moment. Maybe it's just because everybody's still fairly new in this and that it has, doesn't have enough data to really match you with the right team yet. Um, but no, it's it's a fifty fifty. If you're going to get rolled to somebody that's double gun, just going to sweat lord you. Or if you're coming up across somebody that doesn't know what they're doing, it seems to be just kind of back and forth all over the place. Um, also has to do with the wait times. I feel like if you're on an Xbox server, it's really hit and miss. If you're going to get into a match pretty quickly, I think we waited fifteen to twenty minutes yesterday for just one match as a brig on a Saturday night. Shouldn't have happened, but I think they'll get to it.
0: They'll get there eventually. Anyone else want to jump in?
5: Um, I was going to say, I I agree in the fact that the brig does seem to have the longest wait times. Obviously, I I don't solo sloop or duo sloop very often. and I definitely won't be doing it in this. Um, But from what I've seen on streams, the the sloop times are minimal. Galleon times can be a pain. But um, like I say, we've just done brig and we've been waiting... 10 minutes for a game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's what, mid afternoon in America?
0: Yeah. Now, when you guys are talking about waiting, I'm, I'm wondering are you talking about like on the aggressor going down under into the turrets and uh, turrets, I think is what they're called, the waterways, and uh, waiting? Or are we talking like sailing yeah. around? Yes. Okay. That's an okay.
2: airstorm. Both, so having both a sometimes.
0: Interesting. So that would be something I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah, Like if, if they had a way to know, like if it's going to be more than five minutes, then just kind of say like, Hey, when, when you're, when you're getting close, there is a way to like have it so that it lets you know, like, Hey, you're going to be paired soon, get ready to sail. And that way you can kind of still go around and do stuff while you're waiting. And then as you get closer to that actual matchup, that's when you'll get like a like a five minute warning to get on your boat and then you gotta get on your boat and get out into open sea or you'll miss the matchmaking something like that maybe would help out what do you think
2: at least let us fish down there create like maybe an underwater fish <laughs> something for us to do down there
0: Pad, what do yeah, you I mean, think I guess you've, you oh prof, prof
4: go ahead you've kind of described what the defense mode really is is um, mm. <laughs> um but I did notice just me mentally, approaching it completely different like when I dive you're in battle mode right off the the start with your boat when we did defend mode I felt a little discombobulated to begin with because you know you're off doing something on an island and then you're rushing back and trying to make sure everything's sorted. Yeah. And, uh, it, 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 it's a different level.
0: Yeah. I'm really curious, uh, how many folks have tried to do the, the, defend aspect of it. Uh, because that's the, that's the one where I feel like I would be the least interested. Um, as far as like trying to actually work on that. Like, I, I can't imagine wanting to have to say like, Hey, we're going to do a shrine or we're going to go do a gold vault or, uh, a merchant lost shipments and then be like oh well at any point in time during that you know you could have someone spawn on your ship like I would hate to be in the middle of doing a gold vault trying to get a treasure grade up because that's the best way to get gold only to have someone spawn up on me like as I'm down in the actual shrine uh, <laughs> what do you guys think Carl I saw you light up Prof let's let me get your thoughts after yeah
6: so I've um, I've only been spawned on a handful of times but once uh, me and mate got up to Athena champion. We thought, okay, well, let's grab our, our, our quest, our emissary quest, because obviously we are level 5 uh, Athena at that point. We did that. No one spawned on us. We so, thought, okay. Had a look on the map. There's level, level 4 reapers. So I thought, okay, well, let's go, let's go take them out. And just going back to something which I think just um, said earlier um, about the PvE safer now. It's definitely not. because <laughs> mm-hmm. As soon as we wanted someone to spawn us, we thought, right, okay, well, let's go after everyone else. Let's go after everyone else on the server. Let's see if we can get our gold value up, the, uh, the 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 treasure on the ship value up. Yeah. So we sank two ships in that meantime. Got up to grade three. Uh, then we sank another ship, and as we approached it to pick up the loot, we got spawned on. <laughs> which is, you know, I didn't mind that too much, but and I'm hoping this is a bug which gets fixed quickly. All the loot disappeared. Everything oh. disappeared. Yeah, that's loot right. Loot on the boat, loot in the water, everything disappeared. But the value of the hourglass did not. So it's still, according to the hourglass, the loot was still on our boat. Huh. Um, so whilst, yeah, it would have been great to defend all that loot, we didn't defend any loot in the end, uh, which I was a bit gutted about. But I do like that idea. I like the idea of being able to really do a proper loot stack, knowing that someone can spawn on you at any point. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Uh, Prof, I know you had some thoughts. I wanted to get your, well, uh,
4: probably the most epic exchange was the, we were the brig and we allianced up and came in and, and kind of played the hero with this Athena sloop. And then we stayed allianced Mm -hmm. and that was back to back getting spawned on because, you know, either we would get a spawn or the sloop would get a spawn. Yeah. Uh, And so that was a lot of activity. The downside was whoever was spawning on us was having to fight two boats, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, so there's that. But I do love the real world aspect where you have mags, you have islands. Um, I spawned solo sloop in a storm to start out a battle. And, and that, that was very stressful. I hate storms. But uh, <laughs> especially solo slooping. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's not fun. Yeah, I'm really curious because now that we have things in the real world to contend with... Um, it does make me wonder if there was a way that they could expand upon this system. Right now, it's 1v1. There's nothing stopping anyone from sailing in to help out other people, but there's nothing uh, to say that, you know, if if you were to alliance with another crew, say you found another crew on a server and you really enjoyed uh, how good they were and what they were, what they would bring to the table, if you allianced up with them, uh, who says there's nothing to stop from having another crew another group of ships, another alliance, go dive in and spawn up on you. So then you could have like a 2v2 system and expand upon that. Like, you know, if you find another crew and whatever alliance you want, if you both flag for PvP, who's to say they couldn't have, you know, fleet versus fleet on on a server. I don't know how well that works uh, with the actual game, because right now it seems like we've always had this issue of, You know, how do you deal with having multiple ships on one server? Like we've always had five, uh, what's it called? Five ships right now is kind of like the, the, the maximum that we've seen. So how the heck do they deal with having multiple crews going up onto other crews? If that makes sense, like how do they, how do they deal with the number of ships that can be in a server with this system? That's what I'm I'm trying to figure out right now. But what do you guys think? Let me get some thoughts.
4: Oh, if only you could do a five-on-five five and sail into an Alliance server and just go at it. Arr! That would be wonderful. <laughs> <Arr>! <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, inner pirate, inner pirate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and as Regis mentions, I, I've been seeing a lot of, uh, or I've heard from from folks that apparently you're not allowed to touch the hourglass if you're on Alliance server. Alliances are not allowed to to play around in this, in this area. And that's kind of, if you guys think about like captaincy and, uh, the, the Sea of Thieves, the battle for the Sea of Thieves, this is two updates that are flying in the face of Alliance servers. Um, basically saying like, Hey, you you don't get to have your captaincy ship on Alliance servers. You don't get to have, uh, you don't touch the hourglass on the ship. Um, rare is really saying like, Hey, we don't want Alliance servers to be involved. We want people to be playing the game the way it naturally is with other people in the world where there's chaos. How does everyone kind of feel about that?
6: I'm not sure if it's exactly saying they don't want Alliance Service to be part of it. I just think that it's aimed purely at that PvP aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, and well yes, okay, the captain the captaincy thing, I can see why that would upset some alliance servers. But this is purely about the fighting. Now I know Alliance servers may have uh, servers for fighting on amongst their groups which is fine but this is purely for the people who just want to cause mayhem who want to go in who wants to go all guns blazing and that that's great so obviously alliance servers won't be allowed to touch the hourglass because if they did they'll have a pvp player coming into that server and there's nothing better as a pvp player ending up in the Alliance server yeah because it's just chaos you also- it's great
0: you also have to take into account the them spiking the servers to get as many ships as they can on a server to be able to alliance up to really kind of get that gold earn. Um, any, any ship that invades, uh, whatever person that leaves that ship, not, not only are you leaving the, the invader into that server, but you're also kicking out one of the alliance ships that you can no no longer have in your alliance like you just don't get to have a full server alliance at that point anymore so it's it really is kind of interesting to see like the fact that that the loser gets kicked off the server um pretty much ensures that alliance servers won't be able to participate if they want to continue having a full server alliance
6: well i was wondering with this um obviously there's five ships on a server if someone votes for it will that extra ship still spawn in bearing in mind they're restricted to a particular area and whoever loses gets kicked out so they'd end up getting replaced anyway so for short periods of time are we actually seeing 6 maybe 7 ships on a server now
0: that's my main question because if you have 5 ships on a server and all of them are defending how many potential ships could spawn in as the aggressor into that server could you have an additional One. 5 or just one.
4: One for one. sure. I I know it's happened. Yeah, I know it's happened. Mm. Uh, some of the early leaders in the boards. Um that's how they got there. They they allianced four ships and left that one spot open and trashed the one coming in and oh, just did it repeatedly. They stayed on the server the four together yeah. in defense and then whoever had somebody spawn on them, they just they ganged them and uh and remember one win is a win for all in the alliance. Mm, uh, you interesting. Know, whether it be Athena or Reaper, and so that was how they were gaming the system. And I don't know that Rares uh, chose to address that. But uh, some of your first—I mean, you had you had a couple posting that they were already in the secret zone by the end of the day of the first the first drop. Yeah. And and so I mean, it took uh, Mixel 121 battles to do that. Yeah. Um, over the course of a couple days, so that that really does call some question on is uh,
0: correct me if I'm wrong but I was under the impression that Mixel is a solo slooper though
4: yes so Um, as far as I
0: know they were doing it legit
4: they were doing it legit okay And, and doing it legit took 121 wins over the course of days yeah so these people that got in just hours after the the update really make me question and then in doing some reading and and some some lurking on some of the boards that's what they were doing yeah Um, they were alliancing four ships leaving one open and uh, picking defend and then just just staying in that rotation as long as they could
0: yeah yeah very interested to see like how this plays out because it does not feel it doesn't feel very fair to have a system where you can have four ships versus one uh and then just have everyone kind of go up against that one ship that's coming in i know there's in the system right now and, and maybe any one of you have uh tried this out but has anyone tried to go for the larger ships as far as like going in as a smaller crew, going up against a, a galleon as a brig
1: don't you have to have gotten four wins in a row before you can do that
0: mm-hmm. i don't know how what everyone's highest streak is so i figured I'd, I'd just toss it out there but has anyone gotten to uh to become a champion yet that's a good question, actually. Has anyone hit
6: champion? I've hit it uh, a couple of times. And the only time where I went to actually vote to go against a bigger crew, mm-hmm. um, the guy rolled in. Oh. Like just, 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 rolled, just rolled in generally <laughs> on the service. was like, okay, well, let's do this then. <laughs> um, then we sank them. And then it was like, yeah, okay, well, we'll call it that, I think. So I didn't actually dive onto anyone, but someone rolled in on me as a champion. So it was only right that we decided to sink them.
0: One of the interesting things I have about this is this update feels like it is the spiritual successor to the Reaper's Mark flag. Uh, If you go back and watch the uh, trailer that they put out for the update for Reaper's Mark, uh, it was very interesting to think that they're like, people will start strolling in on you, trying to sink you because you've put up the Reaper's Mark. And that never really happened. Um, Very few people ever really it really turned into a thing where like a bunch of kids did not know what this is. It looked cool. They put it up. You go over there, you find out it's a bunch of kids and you try to explain to them, this is a PVP flag. Don't put this up unless you want fights. And uh, this feels like this is finally given us the reapers mark that I think all of us were, were kind of hoping would actually be
6: in the game. Yeah. I'd, I'd agree with that because as soon as you see a champion on the map, uh, we had a sleep roll in on us as well. Um, whilst we were waiting for people to spawn in on us. Because, of course, if you sink a ship which just rolls in on you, it's not part of your, your sink count. The sink mm. count only is included if it's one of the ships which has spawned in on you or you've spawned on them. That's the only time it counts towards a streak. So you could sink the whole server and it won't make a difference to your streak.
0: Has anyone done any testing as far as, uh, say, like you are you're, you're a defender and you've got a streak and someone on the server rolls in on you, but they also happen to be a defender? Um, has there been any word I haven't seen anything online stating that, that that would count towards the streak because that would be interesting if two defenders could fight while they're waiting. Uh,
4: isn't four wins, just four wins and designated by the, by the symbol, irregardless of whether you're defending or attacking.
0: It is, but if they're not opted into the PVP system, the the sync won't count. I think is what Carl was saying. Oh yeah.
4: Yeah. I just know that when we got to four wins, we were wore out. (laughs) yeah oars <laughs> was oars was was very done and uh, we hightailed it to, to an outpost and and uh, <laughs> turned in our hourglass um, but turning in two of those flags that I think one of them was a four win it, we made over hundred fifty uh gold 150 thousand gold just turning in those flags.
0: the world to me and i continue to try and improve the quality and content for you with that pirates let's get back to the show that seems like a a, a kind of brings us to our next point there's a lot of gold to be had with this system and i'm very (laughs) interested to see like how much how much gold you could actually make because i think i saw someone post on twitter that there was uh there was a, a 10 win streak and they had uh, like an emissary flag up that was like rank five as well. So when with when the emissary rank rolled in plus the uh 10 win streak, I think it came out to like a, a cool million worth of gold for just the hourglass, which I think was it's kind of crazy just how much money you can make on this.
5: I think that was a 21 win
0: streak. Oh, is it twenty-one? Okay, I thought it yes, was ten. It a twenty-one wins. I mean, that's a that's a lot of freaking gold. <laughs> but I'm spending a lot of gold supplying up sunk
4: ships. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that it's ever gonna even out.
0: <laughs> so, I'm gonna have to get a lot better. So maybe that's the uh that's the trick there is is that this is a a, a renewable like they've gone in, they've put in renewable resources. They've given you the ability to buy supplies. And now they are, are are funding that through the PvP system.
4: Remember we've always talked about there needs to be a gold sink.
0: I think mm. we found it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny too, because I I'm and I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up this card as a little notch on my belt, but I remember a lot of people pushed back on me when they said that they didn't want to have uh, viable supplies and that it would it would cause imbalance in Sea of Thieves as far as PvP goes. And it seems like, it seems like if anything, this has been a real boon to the system that we have now.
4: It would seem like they've planned ahead. And we're thinking about this update when they did that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so how has, in uh, Prof, since you've been doing this, um, Pat, I imagine you probably have as well too. How has the uh, resupply timer been for you?
4: It depends. Um, when you're sunk within the first 30 seconds of a battle, and uh, have to slink back. Then we just start a new server. <laughs> mm. uh,
0: that's kind of how you but, uh, there's, get around it.
4: Yeah, there's been a couple times though when uh, we've we've used all our supplies, and luckily been in a circle where there was either an island or an outpost, and we've rushed in and and fired somebody over and got the boat close enough to re up the captain captain supplies, and mm-hmm. that's been the edge. So I just I love the real world. um Interplay with with, you know, possibly having in your circle a fort or, you know, an outpost or a meg or something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, So as as we kind of move into this, uh, I wanted to, to kind of use the last the last few 20 minutes or so talking about the actual like the reason to actually do this outside of just PVP. Right. We have whole new areas in the world now that are tied to athena's fortune that are tied to reaper's bones are you all looking forward to like have you picked your faction are you looking forward to getting into that new world are you looking forward to the curses like i want to know what you all think of of the gold uh, the ghost curse and the the skeleton curse like what are what which one are you kind of working towards first uh carl you want to jump in
6: uh yeah so i will be going with both of them um Currently I'm probably pushing more towards um, Athena. hmm Um no particular reason to be honest. <laughs> um, I don't really have a allegiance to, to to one side or the other. I'm quite happy fighting both. But um <laughs> I'm just trying to get to the end of it just because I want to start those accommodations. If if people thought the arena grind was hard, I think this is gonna be a um, very similar level.
0: That's some good good insight there. Mina have you, have you picked a side, or are you going with whatever pad tells you you have to do? Uh,
1: that one. I'm <laughs> just doing whatever <laughs> everybody else is voting for on the on the ship. Pad? Are... We have done both, though. We were doing, yesterday oh. we were looking at um, which was the quicker one, because it tells you a guesstimate of how long the queue times are going to be. Yeah. And then we were just going with whatever was going to be the shortest wait time although it didn't always work but yeah so we're kind of doing both
0: i've noticed that's that tends to be a big driver for a lot of people is is the queue times really do make a difference um norwegian are, are you picking a side to start off with are you working towards one or both
2: for the parrot lord for yeah. uh for honor
7: <laughs>
0: so you're going with uh your your ghost curse to start off with
2: yeah i, I gotta admit though that flame heart curse that looks pretty sweet. I would love to have that thing, but yeah, I I got to represent the good guys.
0: It's kind of just my draw. That's 100% valid. Regis, I know you've uh, you haven't really engaged with this, but I know you've kind of checked out some of the stuff as far as the actual content goes. Um, are you looking to see if there's a way that you can join in with us and, and try and work towards some of these uh, cosmetics or go check out some of these areas?
3: Aren't you willing to put up with, uh, na- with Tasmanian National Time then time zone that, uh, I don't know if I can actually get either the ghost or skeleton curse, but if I have to choose ghost curse.
0: Ghost. All right. That's a good. Yeah, one.
3: Cause, uh, you, you know, that, that goal one is like a thousand levels and I don't think we ever get reached a thousand on anything before.
0: Yeah. It's pretty up there. I, I would not be surprised if, if someone hits it in the next week or so.
3: Yeah. Probably knowing this community.
0: <laughs> so prof you've been playing a bit. Which one are you going Just for? Just a
3: bit.
4: It, uh, Black Rose agreed we wanted to try f- to go for the Athena faction first, that first preference, mm. um, to get our hands on the ghost curse and get uh, into the, the tavern. I know, I know, Agent of Chaos should have picked the other, <laughs> but um, that, that's what we decided, you know, in the end. Uh, some of us are neutral. Some of us are good. You can make your guesses on which ones the crew is, is either. Uh, but we'll get both eventually.
0: Yeah. <laughs> had i know you want to go reaper most of the time you've been switching between whichever is more uh more timely but uh do you have a preference
5: yeah i do and i considering i voted to get rid of pendragon last time i am with the athena crew at the moment but that's mainly because i've been selling my prof for the last three
0: days because he's been skyving off work Yes. <laughs> So I, I, as soon as I saw the rewards and I thought, you know, what I love, I love Athena's fortune. I love the ghost curse. I think the ghost curse is fantastic. It'll be really cool to start seeing people running around who are like as a ghost, you know, it'll be really interesting to kind of see that. Uh, but man, when, when they showed off that video. And they had the reapers bones and they had the bone Smith down there. And I saw that you could start actually getting cosmetics that make you look like skeletons from the actual art book and the, the tales of sea of thieves book. It really just kind of, it just spoke to me and I just, I, and as as much as I'm not a fan of like having your name on the map that says like, Hey, come kill me. I have to, I have to go with the reapers on this one because I want to see that area down below there. There's a giant tree. That really makes me want to know more about what that tree is. And I just, I want that. I want that skeleton curse. So for the Reapers at this point, I guess as we're kind of closing things up here, um, I'm kind of curious to hear what people think as, as far as the actual like cosmetics or, uh, the treasure grade. Has anyone really tried to work on the treasure grade, um, but before we kind of like close out on that, I wanted to get into one talking point or actually two talking points. First off, I want to hear what everyone's thoughts are from uh, Caleb's question that came in. He asked uh, if you could go back to the launch of Sea of Thieves and you could take any of the cosmetics that we have from uh, now all the way back. If there's one cosmetic that you could take back to the to the very beginning of the game to show people and be like, hey, this is something that's going to come to the game in the future what's one cosmetic that you would pick that you would just show off to people and be like, this is, this is what you're getting. This is what you're coming. And I'm, I'm, I have mine, but I'm very curious to hear what people think of theirs. Uh, if, if you guys have one, let me know right off the bat so you can give some other folks a time to actually jump in. Um, but if you've got one, definitely jump out and, and let me know what you think. Well, give give us yours. Oh, you want mine first? Okay if uh if there was a way that i could go back to the very beginning of the game's launch and show them a cosmetic that they would just they would absolutely die for i would take the jack sparrow costume from a pirate's life back to the beginning of the game and be like guys check this out i think that would be really really fun to just be like jack sparrow is going to come to the game and you're going to be able to dress like him so what else do you guys have anyone got one that's nice. Uh, I think I would want to have
4: Ramsey's curse mm. so that I could pretend to be an M- NPC and cause <laughs> havoc with new crews.
0: <laughs> I'm surprised you went with that one and not like the barrel emote.
4: <laughs> oh, that would be fun, too. <laughs> yeah. it's really, like,
0: What's up with this barrel? Why does this one person have a barrel emote become infamous?
4: Hide on the boat and just start saying things yeah
0: before people (laughs) knew what tucking was
4: (laughs) oh this sounds so much fun
0: (laughs) norwegian you had one in in chat what do you want want to take back
2: Uh, probably the obvious one but the da sales just so you can warn people hey this is coming these guys are going to irritate the hell out of you and be really annoying have fun
0: (laughs) yeah the the dark adventure sales are kind of the uh the I'm here for the fight because I need the visibility yeah. thing.
2: Every time I see one, it's like, all right, well, you either got it legit and you're really, really good, or somebody on your boat has it and you're just talking along and you don't know what you're doing.
0: <laughs> Who else has something? What's your one of your favorite cosmetics you think? This is the best cosmetic. I want to take this back and show people and just shock them at how I'm how amazing the content is going to look in the future.
5: Any sales that are shiny. So Ghost wander uh, the Wandering Ghost sales. Uh, mm. well, sorry, Wandering Reaper sales. Uh, Pirate Legend sales. Anything that literally is bright you
0: can see on the horizon. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool because we really didn't have anything that glowed back then. And and in fact, I remember when uh, when people actually started getting the Pirate Legend, uh, the Ghost cosmetics for the delivery set a lot of people were like hey we want glowy glowy holes how come this thing doesn't glow it should glow um what else has someone got and let's uh you know regis you you bring up a good point let's open this up so yes we'll, we'll say shanties are included as well too
3: well i'm gonna say the uh yo ho a pirate's life for me shanty so like much like your jack sparrow costume like yo ho yo ho a pirate's life for me be like that's in the game since
0: when yeah that'd be really cool yes
3: yeah that'd be cool that'd be cool
0: i really would love to to have the ability to have like so many shanties that you start having to like teach other people what those shanties are like you get a shanty and then you play it for someone else and they learn how to play that shanty off of what you did in the future i I still think that would need to be need to be really a, a fun idea to kind of play around with um who else haven't we heard from carl have you have you shared one yet
6: I just put one down then, of uh, the orb. The, or- the all little, uh, knowing orb, the all-knowing the, orb? The, uh, yeah, the, the, the uh, lantern. Um, it's like, yeah, this is going to visit you one Christmas, and it's going <laughs> to tell you of all the events which are going to happen in the following year. And I'm really hoping, since you know we're almost there, I'm hoping it returns. I want to hear more from the orb. Yeah. So, Rare, if you're listening, give us the orb. We want to hail the orb again, please. <laughs>
0: i we yeah norwegian brings up a a really good point in chat we could do an orb watch for 2022 i was around for for i was there for orb watch 2021 it was fantastic um i would love to have that prof you have one what's yours oh it's the coffee drinking emote
4: (laughs) just stand in the corner and drink your coffee or do it while the boat while someone's boat is sinking that would be fun too Mm, yeah <laughs>
1: or on fire.
0: Or on fire. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. One thing that I that'd th- be a
2: great item for the future, just to add a uh, coffee cups instead of mugs.
0: Mm, yeah. Get actual actual coffee cups. That'd be fantastic. I would love to see what people thought of the um, Spanish officer set that we got in one of the seasons uh, in the past, because I I think that set was probably one of the best looking sets that had come to a season pass. I would love to see what people thought of that one all right how are we doing on time oh um so we did have that one question that pad brought in and uh i wanted to kind of uh, toss this out there um how do you all feel about the ability to raise or lower your ladders on a ship like is that overpowering is that something that needs to be implemented um pad you kind of kick this off and, and unfortunately pads had some issues with uh his headset connectivity um but I, I figured i'd I'd do his uh, question justice and say that the idea of being able to raise your ladder would help with things like silent boards, which is something that is still kind of a a, a plaguing bug in cthes where you can't you can't hear the people that are actually boarding your ladder if they uh if they aim down sights as they grab the ladder um but one of the the questions was should you be able to raise your ladders on a ship? um Carl, did you have some thoughts
6: yeah i I feel like. If you're paying attention to what's going on around you if, you, if you see someone jump off the ship, usually you'll see a mermaid before they get to your ship. The, there's usually telltale signs of them on their way to board you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once they're on the ladder, most of the time you can try and defend it. Yeah. Um, I think raising and dropping, I, I, I just don't like the idea of that because I just feel like as if it takes out a big part of the PvP aspect of it. Mm-hmm.
0: Mina, do you have any thoughts on this?
1: Uh, I would just use it to troll my crew <laughs>
0: Just keep them from being able to get back on the ship Yeah That's fair Norwegian, what do you think?
2: No, that's, it's already sometimes hard enough to get on a ship it, I, If anything, we need more ways to get on a boat
0: Alright, uh, Regis, you got any thoughts? No to the no Thank you very much <laughs> Prof, how, how are you feeling about that idea?
4: I, I, I'm i really hesitant to mess with the balance, but uh, I guess if you're going to, if it has to come, then if you raised your ladders, you don't get any mermaids either. So if you, if you get knocked off the boat too bad,
0: <laughs> mermaids just really like ladders. They don't want, they don't, they, they fear Sorry. the non ladder.
4: No, no ladder, no mermaid. Fine. Do it. But uh, no, I think it's a bad idea.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think Mina kind of says this in chat too. I think that the silent board is something that needs to be addressed um, more than I would say that we need to start playing around with the mechanics of a ship because right now it's it's hard enough to kind of like get onto boats. Like you said, if there's no way to get on a ladder, then effectively the only way to get onto a boat is through like a cannon shot and getting on there. Um, and that really does kind of hurt, especially for, especially for solo sloopers. Like there's really very few ways for you to actually... Uh, Be able to actually like jump on and get get a boat locked down so that you can actually try and get it sunk. Uh, But I would I would very much like to have um, the silent board worked out because that is it is devastating when you use or you rely so heavily on the auditory kind of cues to let you know what's going on around your boat. And if you misthink something is happening or you don't hear something that comes in. It's really tough, and there's definitely been times where a mermaid hasn't spawned and someone was able to get aboard because our ships were too close.
4: Oh, I love it, Carl. Every pirate has a cat bell around their neck. There we go.
6: Yeah, I'd much (laughs) rather put a bell on every single pirate, basically, is what I I just said in chat. I was like, I'd rather have a bell on pirates than to remove ladders. Because I would also make great content for if someone's talking on your ship. and You just hear the bell every now and then. As as, 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 as the ship's released... (laughs) Not that I put that much thought into it, I swear. Like
0: I can't imagine the world we would live in if Summit 1G had to have a little bell around his pirate's neck while he's trying to go around uh tucking on pirates' ships. All right, friends. Well, I love the conversation we had. We we didn't get a chance to dive into any of the captaincy alignment rewards. We didn't get a chance to dive into any of the cosmetics or the season pass, but that's okay, because we've got a lot more time and more months that we're going to be having these community episodes where we can talk about that kind of stuff. Uh, but I wanted to make sure that we got kind of first impressions and feelings about the system, how everyone's liking it, if they're engaging with it, who they're choosing, uh, all kinds of stuff uh, like that. As we kind of dive into this first foray into a very healthy PvP system for Sea of Thieves. And, and I'm, glad, I'm glad that Arena died. So that this version of Arena could live. Because otherwise I don't see this version of Arena ever making it to the game. Was there anything anyone wanted to touch on before we head out and say our goodbyes though?
4: Fine, Logan. The old Arena had to die. You just had to bring that in. All right.
0: There you go. You win. What would you... I mean...
4: (laughs) I was, I was. right. This, right. Is, this is better.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> this is better. But uh, I'm not gonna let you get a big
0: head about it. That's fine. I'm not gonna get a big head about it either. But I will say, I called Duke and Arena died, and we got something better out of it. That's that's a fake Duke. You know, I'm not
6: done. Yeah, let's that, that, not talk about Duke.
0: <laughs> if you know, you know. All right, so uh, let's kind of round things out here. Let's get our goodbyes in and stuff. And if you guys have anything you want to shout out or anything that you're happy uh, or, or want to say to Rare or the community, feel free to toss those in. Just to, as always, be be very kind and respectful as, as possible. But Carl, as we end up uh, saying our goodbyes, anything you want to shout out or
6: say? Um, Absolutely love where the game's going at the moment. Um, very excited to see what comes of it. If anyone ever comes across me, I'll sleep please feel free to shout at me. Um, I'm always happy to have a bit of a chat before we have a fight. Um, But if anyone ever needs someone to team up with, I'm always about them. I'm always down to play in the evenings.
0: Awesome. I'm glad that you had an opportunity to jump in here and share your feelings on on Season 8. Mina, how you
1: doing? Yes.
0: Anything you want to shout out or say as we head out?
1: (laughs) No. No, I'm good, thanks.
0: Oh, wow. Didn't even take the opportunity to to throw a jab at Patty. I see. Okay. Norwegian, as we're saying our goodbyes, anything you want to shout out or say?
2: Uh, one more time. Happy holidays to everybody. If you're looking for a crew, the Discord is always a great place. It's a great group of people here.
0: Very, very much echo that. 100%. Uh, Regis, we're heading out. Anything you want to share with the rest of us as you're uh, in the middle of midst of your summer
3: well uh, yeah no not really it's just uh you know i'm probably going to be listening to Aussie jingle bells for the for the rest of the for the rest of the year that or the this one piece jingle bells by the Straw strawhead pirates Either way, jingle bells it's christmas themed
0: <laughs> nice awesome yep and prof as we're heading out uh any any last words you want to share
4: may you never experience the wind curse may it always be at your back if you see us out on the seas um say hey and fire a cannon <laughs>
0: <laughs> and i i think patty is back i think he's he's finally I with am. us yes yeah i'm i'm sorry to that say everyone vetoed your idea of raising the ladders but we're all in favor of putting bells on pirates
5: yeah i heard i saw that bit um i would like them to remove the silent board again though yeah yeah, I think that uh, needs to get they, addressed. They took it out, and then, oh, it's managed to come back again. Um, Amina doesn't need any more option, uh, any more chances of just throwing shade my way. She gets enough as it is.
0: <laughs> That's 100% true, too. All right, uh, anything you want to shout out as we head out, though?
5: No, uh, just come and watch us later on your stream or Davrim's.
0: And by later, he means Saturday afternoons, because this won't be out till yeah. Monday. So, if you, if you guys don't know, um, Hald has the Gold Hoarder channel. It's the the patrons there, the ones that are supporting this content. And anyone uh, in the captain's tier, they're always more than welcome every month to join in for the community episode. Uh, I love having everyone join up for this because it's, it's great to hear your stories. It's great just to talk to you, but it's also fun to know how you're all feeling about it because I, I honestly do think you all have some of the best perspectives on how the game plays and what state it's in. So thank you to all of you for, for jumping in today. I really appreciate it. And it was great to hear from you. Uh, and I think with that we'll say our goodbye. So thank you everyone. And we'll see you all next month for the next community episode. Before I round things out, I did want to give a shout out to the Rare community team. Uh, This week was very special for me. Um, I've been uh, a part of the community for a long time, obviously. You guys have been listening to the podcast maybe the whole time. And uh, I got a message early on, I believe it was either Monday or Tuesday morning, and they were asking if I would be willing to accept a title. I didn't understand what they were talking about. And as I continued to read on, they told me that it was going to be for the Boatswains. If you guys don't know, the Boatswains are part of the the forum team that was out in the game back before the game actually launched. Um, they were the ones that were kind of helping guide people, helping kind of let people know what was going on in Sea of Thieves through the actual forum links and stuff like that. So um, I've known a lot of them for, for a fair amount of time. And for a while there, they had never gotten any kind of recognition. And and one of the things that um, was going on with the Boatswains was that they have always just kind of been positive members of the community. And back in 2019... They extended the uh, unofficial official kind of uh, Boatswain title or bootswine title to me to kind of, you know, help kind of uh, help people out and just to kind of, you know, thank me for for me trying to be a positive influence in the community. So when I get this message on uh, on Tuesday that um, they were going to give me a role. They wanted to to kind of, you know, like make sure I was OK with it. And that them being the Sea of Thieves team, of course, and uh, Joe uh, Jotaro or Joe Clifford over at Sea of Thieves has been working very hard to get not only the quartermasters, but the Boswains uh, titles in, in game to kind of show their uh, support, show love for them, for the the hard work that they've put in helping the community, supporting it being a positive influence whenever possible. So I was really excited to hear that um, they had decided to bring me into the Boatswain role as well, being that I technically was not around um, for the that forum discussion when people were doing that. I've just been since a little before the game actually started. So uh, to get the Boatswain title really did kind of mean a lot to me. Um, it was nice to, to feel included. It was nice to be considered. And, uh, I want to thank Thor and I want to thank Dr. Bull, Bullhammer, and, uh, any of the other boot that, um, or boots. Yeah. Boot swains. I, I always think boats or boots swine, but it's boatswain, uh, because they have a little pin that's adorable. It's a little pig in a little boot and, cause it's boot swine. Uh, and it's, and I'm probably giving away too much about their secret little, uh, kind of jokes that they, that they have. But I, I just got to say, if you're out there and, uh, you happen to see either a quartermaster or a bootswine uh, or boatswain boot boatswain <laughs> it's boatswain if you see the boatswain title um, those are people that will probably still attack you but they are positive members of the community and uh, are generally a, a real pleasure to talk to um, just in general so if you happen to be in game in voice and you see a, a boatswain, feel free to jump in and start chatting with them because they're they're usually really cool people. And I'm so glad that Rare was able to uh, identify them as a Boatswain uh, and and as they self-identify as a Bootswine. And just to be able to, to get that title, it's, I mean, it's a title, it's not huge, but for me, for someone who has had the uh, bearer of the Reaper's mark ever since that title came out, given that I was one of the first few people that was documented as being able to get the reaper's mark tattoo on my person um that title has been with me for a very very long time this is the this is one of the first times i think i've i've genuinely changed my title not just to have something up there um but to change my title ever since uh i've had because it was like pirate legend and then it was like bearer of the reaper's mark and now it's Boatswain, and that's so cool it's such a cool thing so thank you to Rare. Thank you for for doing that. It, it really does mean the world to me, and I encourage anyone that is is you know. Trying to be a positive influence out there. Um, keep working at it. Keep being positive. Keep talking to Rare. Keep talking to, uh, you know, commenting on uh, social media. Uh, getting in touch with any of the devs when they're streaming. Um, just let them know that you're out there and put out whatever you can to be the positive influence in the community. And people will find you. People will will kind of flock to you. Um, and it doesn't matter what you do, whether you're drawing, writing, uh, content creation streaming any of that if you if you want to do something and you want to share your your passion with someone else 100 get down do it it's it's the work that gets in uh that that people start to notice like that's how you get noticed in the community is is you definitely 100 put yourself out there as best as you can and be consistent about it and eventually people will find you you will always find your own community and that's a really fantastic thing so Thank you to the Bootswines. Thank you to Rare. Uh, I'm happy to be a boatswain. And yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see where things go from here. Who knows? <laughs> All right, Pirates, that's going to do it for this episode of the Keelhauled Podcast, episode 251. Thank you to everyone that dropped by. Again, thanks a lot for those that were able to uh, join us for the recording. And if you didn't, just remember, it always happens at the end of the month. I'm going to be putting up an event in the Discord. If you join in the Discord, you'll be able to see the event and know exactly when it's going to happen in your time zone. Uh, As always, I'm going to be in PST, so it's always going to be minus eight hours uh, back from GMT. From what I understand, if that's kind of where you go. So, um, and with that, I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up here. Uh, a lot to cover. Next episode, we're gonna be talking about the patch notes as we dive into those uh, and get some more general thoughts about some of the things that've been going on with this update. It's been a very positive update uh, and a really good lesson for for learning how to deal with people that um, are on there that are doing better than you. We'll have to see how the MMR stuff works out. Uh, things you can learn or analyze to help kind of improve your own gameplay as well. I want to cover some topics like that. So we'll get into all of that next week in next week's episode. So if you guys uh, want to reach out, there's plenty of ways to do so. Head over to uh, key uh, no, Twitter um, at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N uh, You can head over to Hive at C-A-P-T L-O-G-U-N You can write an email in at C-A-P-T logun at gmail.com or you can join into the discord uh there's the sherpa program if you want to help uh or help others or if you want help from others um that they can set up some time and see if they can work with your schedule get some people together to work on things uh to be able to help sail and help you out with stuff if that's what you're trying to learn some more stuff about what sea of thieves is like especially if you're brand new there's a lot to cover so uh all of the links are in the show notes feel free to head over there if you need any questions comments concerns if you're watching this on youtube uh any likes or subscribes always help the algorithm always help uh try and get um the content out to other people as well too it just means the world to me that you're even listening so thank you all so much and uh with that i think we'll get out of here
7: for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.
4: Nominated in New Jersey's Here Now Audio Fiction Festival 2020, it's Bioshock, the Midnight Series. Based in the dystopian underwater city of Rapture, Witness what it was like for civilians from different walks of life before and after Andrew Ryan's city fell. It's a tale of deception, downfall, and survival. Bioshock, the Midnight Series, a podcast by Preston Hardin. Listen on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: In a world where solid-state electronics and vacuum tubes are still meta, people never stopped loving atomic-powered everything. A chosen 500 stepped inside a subterranean vault to be spared the nuclear horror of the inevitable Great War. Twenty-five years later, they emerge after the fallout settles to retake Appalachia. Among them, two former rivals whose blood feud will tear West Virginia apart and their epic struggle for survival, Chad, a vault bro who has a strength of fifteen, an intelligence of two, and is a complete wasteland dickhead. And so many nukes. Chad, a Fallout 76 podcast, rated R, now streaming on your hollow tape player, podcasty thing.